Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Fantasy Football with Mozzie and the Muscle. I'm the Muscle, joined by my co-host with a belly full of bleach, Mozzie. Mm. <laughs> uh, saving that one. Love that. <laughs> oh man, I, I don't think I've used that one yet. There's been a lot of Jets-related ones, but I yeah. think this has been one of the more um, downtrodden, disheartening moments because there were expectations yeah. for once. I was I was uh, despondent yesterday, but. You know, I kind of expected to wake up today and not leave my bed whatsoever and just sort of, <laughs> like, pray for the darkness to take me. But instead, I was kind of fine. I think I'm just so traumatized as a Jets fan that it didn't really uh, hurt as much as it probably should have. Yeah, I uh, I thought it was going to be another repeat of Sunday where I, you know, after halftime, I kind of tune out and I'll watch the rest later. But... I uh, I have time and I got ready for bed and stuff. And then as I brush my teeth, I pull the game back up and I'm like, wait a sec. Like halfway through the third quarter, I'm like, this is a game. And so I don't watch it on my phone in bed. I'm like, this is a game. And this then a game. The punt return was insane. Yeah, it was that was a he- that was that was a heck of a performance by the uh, honestly all the Jets that weren't the quarterback and even Zach Wilson. <laughs> even Zach Wilson was like. A lot better. This is by far the best I've seen him play. Oh, by far. And it was not an easy defense for him to be going against either. Uh, yeah, that was... I had to watch it today because I couldn't finish the game yesterday. <laughs> too too um, much emotion. Just too much. <laughs> I w- that was awesome. Their defense is so fucking good. Yeah, and on, like Garrett Wilson, that catch, before we get to Thursday, that that's a like... Already catch of the year candidate for sure might end up just being the catch of the year already. And like, <laughs> as far as we're talking earlier, like since OBJ's catch, like what? That's one of the best. That was so nuts. J. Jeff had one last year that was also amazing, if I remember correctly. I think mm-hmm. it was last year. But yeah, that was insane. Garrett Wilson's, uh him and Brees Hall. Yeah, Bre- my favorites. Brees is so good. Oh, can't wait till he's like fully healthy. Oh my God, but. Thursday night game. That's why we're here. We're just covering Thursday night here. Um, we'll save the other games for, for another day when we have a little more news info. We've got Minnesota going to Philly here. Um, Philly's favored by seven. At least they were earlier when I made this. I'll double check. The total was 48 and a half. Um, we both have Philly here. I think we're pretty solidly on Philly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I will say... This is just one of my general rules. If you're, if you or anyone else is good at this, then by all means do your thing. But don't bet over unders on Thursday night games. They are almost always just worse overall because it's a limited week, and teams don't get to practice as much. They don't get to perfect things, so they're sloppier. There's a lot more running because they haven't fleshed out a completely great passing game. Um, 
And if I was going to take an over-under in this game, I'd probably take the under just because of that, even though if this game was maybe week 15 and this was the over-under, I would be smashing the over. <laughs> so that's, that's my fair. little PSA on that. But yeah, definitely taking the Eagles. And... I'm thinking I'm taking Philly to cover as well. Yeah, so it has dropped half a point, so it's at it's at six and a half now, which is a lot more favorable than seven. So yeah, it is. That's kind of the good. Which I never feel great when like the side I pick like moves the other way, but you know, if if you're gonna bet minus seven minus six and a half, it's you know about the same, and the six and a half is a lot more friendly. Totals up to forty nine by half a point. So I think just you know just a little favor towards the Vikings because we got some good news earlier at least. Partial good news. They had, had some linemen get hurt. Um, Garrett Bradbury not practiced, unfortunately, so that's the the uh, not good part of news. Also, we have Garrett Bradbury and James Bradbury in this game, which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> we love that. Yeah, and then Christian Darasaw uh, was was limited, so that's that's good news for for them. But not looking great for Bradbury. Um, keep an eye on tomorrow's, but usually the, the Tuesday practices are fairly good indications. And then like, if he doesn't practice tomorrow, why well, I'm going to assume he's out. So yeah, that, uh, having, if Darisol is playing, that's a huge boost to what I thought might be possible, but not having your center against the Eagles is a big kick in the dick. Yeah. That's, that's possibly the worst position to not have your starter for, um, it was only one sample size, but Jalen Carter looked like a wrecking ball, and Jordan Davis is also a wrecking ball, and Fletcher Cox is also a wrecking ball, and they all run right at the center. So, <laughs> yeah, honestly, like against the Eagles, missing your center might be worse than missing your tackle, which is is yeah. rare, but this might be one of those scenarios. Um, and then for the Eagles, uh, we we got we got a lot of little guys banged up here. Um, Gainwell, which I guess he's little. I, I said little guys. I meant like little little notes here. But Gainwell's banged up with a rib issue. He did not practice Tuesday. We're recording uh, Tuesday night around eight. Uh, for co- for context, James Bradbury concussion protocol um, did not practice. That's tough. That's tough to get through on a short week. So that's <laughs> yeah. not looking great for him. Um, and then Reed Blankenship also with ribs. Their uh, safety didn't practice. I uh, r- ribs are a tougher one. To kind of estimate with Gainwell with running backs, this that's a little tougher just because that you get hit there all the time. Um, right, that is where you're getting tackled as yeah. a running back. Yeah, I'm more worried about him than um, Blankenship. Uh, so, but keep an eye on them for for tomorrow. And then uh, Nakobe Dean got placed on uh, IR by the way as well. Rip. So that's a bummer, but uh, their defense is still pretty loaded. So, <laughs> yeah, still pretty good. Yeah, their their secondary could be a little little banged up, and they're at least. There's a good chance they'll be missing Brad, Brad Barry. I'm going to emphasize <laughs> that as we go through this. So, uh, with that injury news, um, I I'd, I'd mentioned uh, in my mash. I, I think we're going to get some block and sin with with Darisol in. I'm a little less concerned, so I might, I might t- remove him from mash. But I think he's still going to have to do a lot of block and sin, and it's going to be kind of the same as last week. A lot of PPR. I, th- I think in a full PPR on DraftKings, you know, you feel a little better about him. But mm-hmm. I think in half, like you know, nine for forty might not might not quite cut it. For me, it's interesting uh, because we just saw what Hunter Henry did with the Eagles last week, and he was clearly a favorite target. I think a big part of my Blockinson versus Hawkinson, Gronkinson, sorry, 
Gronkinson versus Blockinson. Yes, please, please use his Christian name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll depend on if Bradbury's playing. That is the corner. Mm-hmm. Because if Bradbury's playing, then Hawkinson has the easiest of the three target matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, but if Bradbury's not playing, then I think you can assume that they're going to be using Addison a little bit more as that number two guy. It's hard to say, but which one it'll be between Addison or what's his name? Uh, that one wide receiver, Jefferson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I do think that Bradbury being in or out does impact him a little bit. I do agree, though. He is going to have to block. He just might. I do think that you are on the nose there with the sort of PPR aspect. He is better for that. Yeah, it's 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 tough to parse because, like you said, yeah, like Hunter Henry last Hunter Henry last week who was a banger pick for me and was the tight end one last week hilariously because <laughs> you know we had no Andrews or Kelsey, but yeah, path of least resistance and also like that connections there. We know the connections there with Kirk and Hawkinson already, so it's that's that's why I moved it from Mash. I'm like, eh, with, with Darius all likely in, it's a lot, you know, lot lot more of a coin flip than. They need him to block. They, I could also see them going a lot of two tight end and using like Josh Oliver to block more. Um, if they do that, I think that probably hurts Addison more because he's slot. So I don't think that, so. We're gonna have Osborne more outside, um, and Osborne's a pretty good run blocker too. That's why that's a lot of why they like him. So I could see that happening and maybe sliding Addison a bit. Um, so all this to say is, aside from Jefferson, I'm not I'm not really too sure who the who the next target's going to be. It's I, I think I think like you said, it depends on Bradbury. That's a pending injury thing for me. I'm not I'm not going to put any names out there just yet. But if Bradbury plays, to just to sum it up, if Bradbury plays, I like Hawkinson more. Mm-hmm. If he's out, then I like him to block more <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm with you and then especially if we find out that um Darisol ends up missing then that would further negatively impact Hawkinson oh yeah if Darisol is out he might not catch a pass because <laughs> he he's a really good blocker shouldn't. yeah yeah so, he is but it's, it's looking looking positive there um Philly side I'm all about the Philly pass stack here Ooh, baby, hit me with it, because I think I'm on the same page. I mean, Minnesota secondary is dookie. Like, <laughs> it's again, they may end up good later in the year, but right now, they're not good. Like Baker yeah. was usable last week, so I think that kind of tells you what you need to know. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, they just got torched by Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, Maybe and- torched isn't the right word, but he. He played well against them. Yeah, I can pull up his exact, exact stat line. I, I think there was some left on the table too, because because it's, it's Baker, of course, and Hertz right. is Hertz isn't going to leave those on the table. Yeah, Baker, not not very like yardage efficient, but he still had 173 yards and two touchdowns. He uh, got 11 yards rushing. He had that one rush where he uh, told the guy to get his weight up. That was kind of funny. <laughs> so yeah, I. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts will take a bit more advantage of uh, secondary than Baker did. Just thought. Yeah, he's kind of he's one of my QB like smashes this week. 
I know it's Thursday, so you're probably not going to be able to get the most out of that for lineups unless you do an all-week lineup, which sucks. They uh, they have like su- the Superflex on DraftKings. They added that recently. That's all week. Mm. So There you go. Yeah, no, I'm super high on Hertz. And it's, it's more of a mozzie sense, but I happen to like Devontae Smith this week. Gotcha. I was going to ask with who you preferred. It's always a tough call there. Yeah. Between the two, I mean, I think I, AJ Brown, you're never going to not start him in like a lineup, but for DraftKings and DFS, I would probably go with Devontae Smith. Are they, are they like, um, lock and DK where it's like, do they play man or zone more? And it's like a flow chart for lock it zone DK's man. <laughs> that is actually pretty accurate. Yeah. Cause I, I, I would, I'm, I'm going to try to find it as we go here. But my hunch would be AJ Brown's man and um, Devonta's zone. But I'll, I'll try yep. to I'll try to see if I can find it. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> if I if I've done my research, I believe you are. Correct. <laughs> the other part being Byron Murphy is at least like a decent corner. Mm-hmm. Um, but a Caleb Will Evans. Sorry for the disrespect, but he was just drafted, and it shows. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, and then there's one other injury impact i thought i'd mention is if gainwell doesn't play are we smashing deandre swift is rashad penny because he was a uh, inactive last week right yeah so Pe- sunday yeah penny healthy scratch um which it makes me a little nervous i'm like i'm wondering if it's gonna be some weird bullshit where like rashad penny like as healthy scratch, but if Gainwell misses, we, res- we see Rashad Penny get a ton. Like I could. That's what I'm worried. About. <laughs> okay, we're both worried the same way. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the more likely option is that they just move it up and it's Swift. But then you know, like Boston Scott's gonna be a vulture. Like Penny <laughs> will get some touches. So I'm just thinking about like DeAndre Swift healthy catching the ball in space because five catches for for Swift. Like that's a good fantasy day. That's that's at least a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my concern is just yards. how much the running backs are going to get the ball in general. I mean, we did see seven running back targets last week, which is mm-hmm. seems pretty high for Philly. Um, I don't know. It's, I mean, yeah, he's like if Gainwell misses, then yeah, they're in play. But I don't feel that compelled. Like wa- waivers are going to have run by the time this comes out. But if I'm looking at who I got, like, do I want to play Kyron Williams or an Eagles back if Gainwell misses? That's kind of a, uh, that's yeah. pretty much the line for me. And if that's the line I'm at, I've got to be kind of desperate. So, in right. uh, I mean, it's, it's DeAndre Swift. We know what he can do. So I'm trying to think where I would even put him this week. That's tough. Like, who did the Bucks play? I don't play the Bears. Because, like, because Rashad White was ass. But I'm like, they played the Bears <laughs> yeah. now, so it might be a little better this week. <laughs> I mean, eh. Yeah, I, I think I think in PPR, like you said, I guess I feel better about him. But, I mean, he could be... He could be three points. He could be 20 points. There's a... Yep. You have to know you're taking a big old gross honking <laughs> risk if you do it. So... Yeah, I guess if Gainwell misses, you can play Swift. It's it's tough because he's he's we see him be really good. I just yeah. I just the Eagles. <laughs> that's that's it. That's the Eagles. It could be gross with them. Yeah, 
after last week, I I think they're going to try and because they're week one at the Patriots sucks because whatever you want your offensive identity to be like that year, you're probably going to have to not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, which really sucks because they they looked a little rusty. In my opinion, they just didn't look like they completely had their offensive identity figured out. Or at least if they did, they weren't able to really do it because it's fucking Bill Belichick. Yeah. (laughs) My assumption is they're going to try to reel it in and have a little bit more of just, you know, this is what we want to do. We're going to take some chances on things we know we have to get better at. So I don't know about, I really don't know about Swift. If Penny is going to play... That's really intriguing as well. That's an even bigger risk, but that could also pay dividends too. Yeah, I'll pull up DFS prices. Yeah, with the uh, with these guys, and I think in leagues, I lean. You know, if you've got an option you think might be better, go for it because we're we're talking like that. The the pass stack is where we're going. So right. not that it's a bad running back matchup, but it's just such a nice pass matchup. Like that seems like the path of least resistance here. So I don't I don't see a need to like push my luck a ton on it um and picking the right guy <laughs> so all right so eagles running backs we've got penny is 1600 on DraftKings, so he's pretty cheap swift is 4k so also pretty cheap uh boston scott is 2.2 so they're all really cheap on DraftKings. so you could you could take a shot on one in your lineup and it'd be fine yeah but yeah, just make the same lineup like four times but <laughs> choose a different running back for each of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah it's fucking eagles yeah the, the the lack of confidence with which we're saying an eagles running back is probably the answer of if you can avoid it in your yeah. league avoid it um which is um it's interesting because on the flip side with the vikings i am also not very confident in madison no i mean if any, if it's gonna have to be receptions yeah that's I think that's the only way he gets there is, is receptions because running up the middle without a center against the Eagles is not going to work. Nope. It just won't. <laughs> um, it, it, he'll get tackled before he even gets the handoff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not I, like I, we might see a little more Ty Chandler, honestly, if, if they try to get some pass work going. That'd be cool. Um, my only other note was I don't think we're going to see Goddard fully zero again, but I think with, with Minnesota's defense, the, the path of least resistance won't be him, so I'm not expecting a blow up game from him. But I don't think it'll suck. I think he'll have a more normal stat line. I don't. He I, yeah, I don't think he'll suck. But if he got 10 points, which is he like he might get a touch the the touchdown in like 40 yards on on you know a handful of receptions. Oh yeah, he's always live uh, live at the goal line. So right. But Thursday night, yeah. Um, this this will be our first. Uh, short rest Thursday night game, so those are always oh, those are always a hoot. Um, Broncos, let's ride. So let's die. Um, <laughs> since that was that was fairly quick, we can do a quick recap of how last week went. Um, as far as our picks, we made um, money line. I went seven to nine. You went eight and eight. Oh, that's always tougher at the start of the season. By you know, by the time week twelve comes, we'll we'll only be missing like five a week. Um, that's kind of been our track record. Um, over unders totals you were you were six four and one I was three and zero I didn't really try for that many but hey maybe if I stay selective that's that's the key um, spreads <laughs> though you were seven and two on the spreads so nice nicely done I did not even try on the spreads um, 
didn't didn't get that far. <laughs> gotten gotten better at the spreads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's those are kind of tough sometimes. Um, just because little little bits could really kind of fuck that over, even if you have the general calls right. Which uh, on that player call player calls were pretty solid. We had some good ones. Um, I guess I'll start with the bad, um, so that we can end on a better note. Um, upset of Pittsburgh missed by a lot. Tennessee barely missed. Um, and the Pittsburgh receivers, I thought one of them would do something. Uh, apparently, it was Allen Robinson doing a little bit. Um, yeah, part of that is because Deontay got hurt. Yeah, Deontay got hurt and it kind of just fell apart. And then there was like, because he he got hurt on a play where he like, I think he like slipped on a route or something and hurt his hand, whatever it was. Basically, like yeah. that led to a pick that shouldn't have been a pick, something like that. I don't remember the exact part of it, but basically it was a lot of shitty stuff happening to stymie of the offense. And then Sanford got ahead and just kept pounding the lead. So, Ugh. and then, uh, other, other misses Lamar didn't have a good day. It was all the running back touchdowns. Fucking justice Hill, man. Um, poor Dobbins, oh, man, God. poor Dobbins. Um, he was bawling until he got hurt. He was, and it's so sad. Um, Miles Sanders was just okay. I thought he had a better week. Uh, Jamal Williams is not great. I, I started to cool on him though. Uh, I put him as a stream, but the Titans run diesel legit. Um, mm-hmm. Hurts wasn't that great, although they did get a defensive touchdown. Um, Seattle offense fell apart in the second half. Um, Holy shit! I think was that was so bad. that was partially injury induced because they lost both their tackles. But yeah. it just went to shit, and then uh, Waller was a bust for sure. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I thought, I thought you know, oh. that did not work out. Um, yeah, Seahawks and Giants, just absolute offensive meltdown. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to keep an eye on the Seahawks and what they do this week because without without both their tackles, like their line was already like average at best, I think, and without yeah. the tackles, it went it was ass, and the Rams <laughs> were getting pressure. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> They have like one of the one of the worst front sevens. Yeah, they've got Aaron Donald, and that's it. Which the video of Gino going like, "Oh my god!" Has, oh my has god. Aaron Donald? Because I heard that on on the broadcast. I heard like, "Oh my god!" Like during the <laughs> play, I'm like, "Who did who did that pick up on the mic?" And then it was Gino, which is hilarious oh, because <laughs> I would do the same thing. Oh, like, absolutely. That's yeah, frightening. Okay, and yeah. I'd have soiled myself <laughs> simultaneously. And probably died. And probably thrown up. <laughs> um, as far as stuff we got right, mashing the Kansas City receivers was uh, correct, even with Kelsey out. Um, <laughs> that was oh god, yeah, yeah. Ayuk balled out. Um, he he and Purdy on the same page for sure. So mm-hmm. that that was a good one. Um, like I said, Dobbins before he got hurt was killing it. Um, I think the Ravens running back was 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 the the move there. Um, Mike Evans doing well, and uh, the Baker stream, that was good, I think. Calvin Ridley balled out. Anthony Richardson was good. Um, I'm so excited to see how he does the rest of the year. Um, Me too. Brian Robinson was good, um, especially uh, in VFS. If you if you want him instead of Jamal Williams, uh, which I did, then you then you benefited. Yeah, he was such a good price point. Yeah, yeah especially against Arizona. Hunter Henry, this is probably my proudest one. Just because he like was undrafted and everyone's like, ah, oh, fucking Patriots. And then right. they'd play well. Matt Jones looks good. They're throwing the ball on field. Hunter Henry's the tight end one. So I, I don't like the Patriots are back, but I, I'm i glad we're seeing Matt Jones actually like do well. 
He got a raw deal last yeah. year. Um, he did get the raw deal last year. And they barely lost. Yeah. They, they had a rough start. I thought it was going to be just a schmeary, but they ended up coming mm-hmm. back pretty well from it. Um, Tyreek, best player on the week. Him and Tua, man. Yeah, he, he, he was one of the banger calls. Um, we recorded before Christian Watson was hurt. Um, I know. Yeah, so cause he was my banger of the week. And then if, if, if I'd known he'd been out, there was a good chance we ended up my banger of the week. Because I, I put him in my lineup on both sites, and he brought me to the money. Um, <laughs> Keaton Allen was decent. Um, he was like half a yard from a touchdown, so it could have been a really nice day for him. Um, oh, I know. And then I think we had the method by which the Bills needed to attack the Jets correct. Um, Definitely. The ball went to Cook a lot, like on the ground and in the air. Um, that was reassuring for his workload, I think. And then... Jalen was running a bunch. He was hitting Kincaid there in the slot. Yeah, Diggs got a lot of, a lot of short stuff, but uh, Jalen just got impatient. He, he he tried to go deep too often. It just never worked. Nope. He had, oh, he had an God. arm punt. He had a... That arm punt was... You know, like that was a magnificent arm. Punch. <laughs> Joe Flacco would be proud. Yeah, got it down like right to like the five or something. That was funny. Yeah. Um, and then Brees Hall almost houses it. Um, <sighs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, the one at the end of the game, yeah, he, Jalen just wasn't patient. The Jets kind of have his number. So I think if they kept doing what they should have been doing, they probably would have pulled it out. But mm-hmm. yeah. Sometimes Jalen just has those, you know, those special Josh moments. Yeah. And it's usually not week one. It's usually like week three or four. So maybe it's good. He got it out of the way early. Yeah. <laughs> got to get out of your system. <laughs> um, but um, we'll, we'll we'll share a little more of our, our thoughts on week one as we go through week two. Did you have any major... I see you have a lot of notes in here. Were there like one or two you wanted to really pick out and uh, note on right now? I think I'll just lump a few together. I thought all of the rookie quarter... Bl- <laughs> Quarter blacks. <laughs> All of the uh, rookie quarterbacks <laughs> had slip. pretty good performances. Like I thought, Bryce Young looked nice. He did, he made some mistakes, but he that's his first NFL game, and I thought he looked pretty good. Richardson looked really good. That was awesome to see because you know we want him to succeed. Mm-hmm. The, the more people shit on a rookie, the more we want them to do well. Um, who else? Stroud. Stroud. I thought Stroud had a good game, too. I don't think they wanted him to do anything crazy. They just were like, hey, this is the offensive game plan. Let's just stick to it. You know, build up your confidence, do completions. And I thought he played great in that regard. Yeah, just Uh, really tough matchup for your first game. (laughs) So. Oh, and I also just, I wanted to shit on the Chargers. (laughs) I knew that's where you were going to go. (laughs) I I completely forgot. And then I was reading how shit. I wrote that Chicago's defense was horrific. And I was like, wait a minute. I forgot to talk about the Chargers. Yeah, because so, you wrote about DC's becoming head coaches and their defenses start to suck. Yeah, which is Eberflus. Um, he's he's bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Brandon Staley fucking sucks. I'm sorry. He's not a good head coach. <laughs> I, we gave him so much benefit of the doubt. Like, we really did. Mm-hmm. His whole, like... You know, going by the statistics and the numbers thing, we're like, that's cool, it's new, it's innovative, glad you're doing it. He's done some good things, but the absolute inexcusable ending to that Miami Chargers game is just, like, perfectly 
perfectly epitomizes why he sucks as a head coach. So the first <laughs> fucking play, they have like two minutes, by the way. So the Chargers have like two minutes and they're down two. So all they have to do is get into field goal range and they can run out the clock and kick a game winning field goal and they win the game. Right. So they go out. They have like two minutes. They're fine on time. The first play, the Dolphins get so much pressure that he has to take a uh, whatchamacallit, an intentional grounding, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're doing all these blitzes, and they haven't done it the whole game. So it's like, okay, so now it's second down, and they blitz again, and they sack Herbert. Okay, now it's third down, and they blitz again, and they sack Herbert. And I'm like, okay, maybe, just maybe, you should put your fullback in, or a running back, or something, anybody, because... You're basically telling Vic Fangio, bet you won't blitz again. And he's just like, bet? <laughs> It's Vic Fangio. <laughs> of course he's got to blitz again. <laughs> he blitzed four times in a row, and they basically got four sacks. How fucking stupid are you? Just put someone back there for pass protection, and you probably win that game. That was the dumbest loss I've ever seen, and that was like... It wasn't as classic quintessential Chargers loss as I'm used to, but it was still pretty egregious. That's all you had to do. They're, they blitzed on every fucking play in a row, and you didn't think just once, hey, maybe we should try to stop that. <laughs> Sorry, that's my that's my Brandon Staley is a fucking chump rant. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh, okay. It was shout out to Miami. They looked awesome. Yeah, I did Tua Tua balled out. Reek balled out. I love it. You know, the I'm a Tua they couldn't, That made me happy. The fact they couldn't sack Tua with Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, and he's using and a no Toronto Armstead. Yeah, yeah, is that shouldn't happen? So yeah, just, Mike McDaniel, man, we love him. He's one of my favorite coaches. Yeah, he's Ugh. he's awesome. Anyway, that was a great game. We'll talk about it more later, I'm sure. <laughs> that was just like, you know what? I, before we leave, I have to shit on the Brandon Staley Chargers really quick. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm going to. Who do they play next week? Can they play the Titans? That'll be a fun one. Yeah. It's an <laughs> AFC South team. Yeah. Chargers. That, that's one of my tougher ones. I, I was looking at it earlier. I'm like, man, I don't know on that one yet. But, uh,. We'll, we'll be back uh, later this week to talk about that game and, and many more of the rest of the games uh, after Thursday. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, you can find us online at mozzieandthemuscle.com. I've got a big old DFS article on there. I just called it DFS 201 uh, Correlation Leverage for GPPs. It's oh, yeah. all, all about that stuff. Um, I think a lot of people at this point know the basics of DFS. Like A lot of people dabbled in it and know about it, so I kind of went into the details of what you know, started making me a good player and, you know, made me profitable. And, you know, I implemented that week one. It was a good week. So, yeah, if you're looking to improve your game, go give that a read. Uh, you can find us. I gave it a read. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I shared it with a lot of people. I was like, I put a lot of time into it. So, um, hope a lot of people, I hope people get a lot of stuff out of it. So, um, you can find us on Twitter as well at Mozzie and Muscle. And, um, yeah, share, share it with a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, we'll see you soon.